explain what we are. I my name's Tanner. I already told everybody in the preview that I'm not going to say my last name because nobody remembers it. No, you said nobody fucking remembers nobody it. Fucking that, that's what you said. <laughs> nobody fucking cares about me. Uh, I'm kind of the, I guess you could say, director producer. I come up with a lot of the stuff, and then uh, co-host with these guys, and uh, kind of the second one that come up with the idea is Cooper. Why don't you tell us about yourself? Well, you know, uh, I'm no tenor for a good solid six months now. Uh, <laughs> All right. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of the marketing one. Trying to get a lot of shit ran up, get the YouTube accounts going, got the uh, logo coming. Our hard hat sticker should be here tomorrow, boys. It'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I got my alert saying it's in Boise uh, this morning, so hopefully it gets distributed out today. Yeah. And then ship to us tomorrow. All right, so that's. That's Cooper, Cooper, our marketing whiz. Jesse? Yeah. What are you going to say, Cooper? Cooper's our marketing whiz. Jesse, he just said, yep, it's your turn. I'm... <laughs> oh, yeah, Cooper, I'll tell I'm you all about him. All flower. Yeah, this is <laughs> our wife. Yeah. He's, he, he's good at picking two sides of an argument and finding the better side. He, he's here to add some flavor. <laughs> Yeah, and we got, uh, we got Matt, that's super creative, can do in, in prep like no other, got lots of good voices and super creative. Right, Max? We kind of just... I don't yeah, know everybody needs to Max, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Max, you want to do the He's like, yeah, it sounds like camera. All right, so this is this and this and this and this. And he's like, oh, fuck. All yeah. Right. It, Max is the though. beer man? Yeah. yeah, I'm the beer man. I, I Yeah, I came up with that. I thought that was cool. Yeah, so that's the topic. Okay, so in the midst of trying to get these guys together and make sure that, you know, like Cooper doesn't argue with Max or, or Jesse and, uh, I don't know, get like in a riled, which is pretty pretty good that we're in two different states right now doing this. But anyways, um, I came up with the pledge to the van. The pledge to the van is just a riff off of... Uh, the greatest pledge of all time, the Pledge of Allegiance. And uh, this is this is how it goes. I pledge allegiance to the van that commutes us to whoever we work for and to the podcast for which it stands one brotherhood under the man indivisible with comedy, with comedy and in- entertainment for all. So eventually I'll get that done where I can read and not make a fucking fool of myself. But that's what the pledge is. And so um, anytime you guys start getting uh little rowdy with each other. I'm going to be like, the pledge! Remember the pledge, assholes. And that's what that's about. Yeah. And and this show is really what we talk about in in our work van on the way to work. Yeah. But there's lots of jobs that don't have work van. Some, some, some fucking white-collar people, hopefully listen to this someday, are going to be like, well, I'm going to fucking play. And good for you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a plane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in I get my, Uber door. I'm in Uber my private head. jet. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, peasants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what that is. And so, and then, um, like Max said, he came up with an idea that every episode we're gonna we're gonna review a beer, and most of us are oh, we're alcoholics. And even though we don't admit it, we drink. But we the one drink, and we're pretty we're, we're creatures of habit. And I can say I can say that about myself. 
Mm-hmm. For a long time, it was just like straight Bud Light. Bud Light. Mm-hmm. So, Max, <sighs> let's go on crazy beer top your beer today. Like, let's, I mean, you went, you went all out on this one. I've never. I, yeah, I, I straight up did, dude. Yeah. I, I, okay, here's the deal. I walk straight into the grocery store, right? And I turn to the right, okay? And there's there's the beer selection, okay? There's the beer aisle, right? So I walk straight up, dude. And the first thing that catches my eye <laughs> happens to be none other than a Bud Light Lime. <laughs> now, this was a tough choice, I'll be honest, because it was right next to the Bud Light Orange. And I'm like, ooh, that's a good choice, too. So, you know, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do the modest of the two. I'm just going to go with the lime. Yeah. We'll try that out. And yeah, see what it's like. Yeah, I don't want you going too off the wall on this shit. Well, of course no. not. Yeah. Why would I do that? Yeah. First For episode, second, I don't want, you know, I would I be going too crazy. I was iffy. I was thinking you were going to go with some, like... Killians? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Killians or something <laughs> weird. Like, All right. For a second there, I thought you were going to be like, hey, let's do this beer review and then bring Mark, Mike's Hard Lemonade on the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> a Smirnoff Ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so to be honest with you, I can't say that I've ever really had Bud Light Lime. I just thought that, like, I'm not really a lime person. You know, my extent of anything with lime in it is like Sprite. But yeah. <laughs> Sprite, <laughs> yeah. Sierra Mist. That's all I've ever yeah. had. <laughs> maybe I'll have. I'll maybe I'll squeeze the lemon into my beer at fucking Dos Amigos. All right. Okay. If I'm feeling froggy. I'll do that. Who's giving you a lemon with your beer? Who's? Yeah. Dude. You mean the lime? Like you'll squeeze I'm the lime in there, maybe? Your love. Corona. No, it, it, yeah, like yeah, we'll do. Orange with a shock top. Yeah, shock top. You get all, all orange. Oh, yeah. Well, that'd be orange, yeah. But I'm gonna have to give. I actually like this Bud Light lime. I'm gonna have to give it. I'm gonna have to give it four stars. I'm gonna give. Like it I mean, stars. like I'll squeeze the lemon in my water. Like is that what? what? Who has lemon? <laughs> okay okay by the shop on the helicopter and like fucking ducking and running as you fucking come to the shop lemon water what is this lemon water dude well yeah. at a restaurant not at work that'd be oh. sweet if we had that shit at what work kind of fucking pay grade are you getting? i bring that shit to work do you lemon with your water yes <laughs> yes the fuck you guys? You get a seed caught in there every once in a while, <laughs> chugging it. No, I actually, I actually take a knife and pick the seeds out oh, so I don't choke on them. Oh god! Sure, you don't get those engineered ones where they engineer out the seeds so you can't grow them in your own garden or something. <laughs> control the people. Yeah, control them. We need to make money off of them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, who who wants to go? Jesse, you go next. What's what's your what's your verdict on the beer? I give it a three. I've had this. I've had the Bud Light Lime. I'm three out of three. I yeah. agree. Three out of five. <laughs> three out of five. Yeah, this is a five. Okay, out of five. Okay. Yeah, it does have the good hint of lime, but I'm a, I'm a strictly Bud Light person. It's true. It, it really does have a lot of lime. Like it really does. It's uh, not. It's bad. pretty prominent. No, it's not really potent, but you can definitely tell the lime. Yeah. Right? Oh my yeah. god. That well, it's not like sour, but it's like it's there. You know, it's there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Max. Since it's your your little topic, what do you think of it? I mean, what's your rating? Well, uh, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a four. You give it a four, a four out of three, dude. I love four, it. Three. I think it's great. 
you know i like that little extra that little hint there you know it's not just yeah. straight piss water it's piss water with lime in it <laughs> yeah <It's> just... <laughs> no no i'll be honest i i am a bud light person though i i do like bud light but yeah i i like the lime i think it's good all right and, and cooper all right we're gonna get uh we're gonna get a little technical here because as far as rating this thing, like, are we talking about going out and getting fucked up? Or are we talking about, like, just got done mowing the lawn and having a beer? Yeah, like, enjoying it. Yeah. I, like I would like, think, right? Like, when you sit down and you're like, God, that, that beer is really good. So, just taste in overall. Like, it's just hard. I just own- don't ever see me drinking this again after this. <laughs> <laughs> I sure she ain't going to get shitty off this either. <laughs> Even if it was the last year on Earth, it's, right. it's that bad. Like it... <laughs> I'm, okay, so I'm a whiskey man. Like I drink whiskey oh. every day, right? And then you give me this fucking piss water with shit lime in it, man. And it's just not doing it for whoa, me. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's lime pills, all right. This ain't shit lime. This is real lime. Yeah. All right, all right. It was marinated. I would it never. I would never drink this going downtown. Because I would throw my fucking gut up. All right. But on the lawn, sitting down, I'll give it a solid two. Solid <laughs> Even like super cold, you'd give it a solid two? Like two, the coldest two out of five. Beats well, water any day? Come on now. I, Listen, there's an apocalypse. I only drink when the mountains are blue, and fucking this doesn't have mountains on it. All right? I, I hope there's an apocalypse, and there's no alcohol. Super Bowl. run into a fucking truck that only has Bud Light Lime in it. Well, then it looks like I'm living a sober life. I'm going to be happy, dude. Cooper, you yeah. fuck off. I'll drink all of it. Dude. I'll give you my share. Okay, sounds good. Cooper's going to be over there mixing fucking whiskey in the fucking toilet. <laughs> yeah, I'll, make, I'll make toilet wine. Toilet wine. <laughs> like a bag of salt with some, like... Put a bunch of fucking fruits in there and smash yeah. it in. This whiskey tastes like asshole. You know what you should put in wine? You've got hand sanitizer. You're like trying to get the alcohol out of it. I'm like, that's you're gonna go blind. Don't do that. You just put it through coffee filters. Yeah. <laughs> when you get chunks of shit out of it, like, what is this? Don't ask. Don't ask what that is. Don't know. Oh, you got a floater. That's all right. Throw that back in. Yeah. yeah. You're like, it tastes so bad. Maybe if I just keep drinking it, it'll go away. It's like the, it's like the tequila version of whiskey. That's not a worm, though. Just put that back. <laughs> Not a worm. <laughs> it might get you fucked up yeah. or it might kill you. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, just chew on it. <laughs> so that's a beer review. So but so Bud Light Line ended up with uh, two fours, a three, and a two. Uh, <sighs> some of us can't just appreciate that we get alcohol. But all right. Uh, let's see. Oh. Well, maybe next time I see a better job. All right. All right. So it really comes down to if you guys want to talk about. Yeah, I think we should talk about our events before we talk about our main topic. So, um, I kind of want to start with Jesse talking about his binger, because it sounds like he might not remember much about it. No, I always remember. Oh, do you? you remember? So, where did where did you go? Where were you camping in Utah? Yeah, we went up to a uh, uh, family property. It's all private owned. Nice. We took, I don't know, I think it was three 30 packs and two 12 packs. We ended up having to go get more. It was pretty bad, but it's a beautiful place. It's almost time for the archery season in Utah. Starts Saturday, actually. Just had a good time. Rode around side by side. Visited the family. Uh, got to see a lot of this weekend. It was beautiful. 
there's no interesting stories. Like, nobody caught themselves on fire. Nobody caught themselves on fire. <clears throat> you guys are starting fire at work. You get. You guys are like, oh, yeah, I drink lemon water, and I go camping on private properties. And I'm like, oh, well, we used to go camping and make oxyacetylene bombs and, like, blow each other up and shit. But, like... Yeah, I, I never used to do that. I, yeah. yeah. Oxyacetylene bombs, camping, like in a tent? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. Somebody always had fucking something for some reason. Like, Someone always had an oxyacetylene set. Yeah, they're like, sitting there like... Before I left, I put some oxyacetylene in this Tide bottle. Let's blow it up. I thought it'd be fun. We're out here. And I'm surprised my family doesn't owe like, the government lots of money. Did you guys also have LifeFly on speed dial? Uh, no, I mean, it was like, well, if I die, bury me under that tree. No, <laughs> no, it, it wasn't bad. We were fairly safe, I guess. But all right, so so there's your story. Yeah, it was so nice. It was a good time. Yeah, it was really nice. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like a good weekend, actually. Yeah. Side by was... sides and heck, heck yeah. Yeah, yeah. got to right. see a lot of country. Heck yeah. All right, Max, tell us what you want to talk. Oh, you you wanted to talk about a movie, or did or did you not want to talk about? It? Yeah, Endgame. Endgame, dude, and it is out in stores. Except yeah, for our specific store does not hold it in DVD. Well, actually, okay, they do. They were just all sold out. They only had one little tiny little section of DVDs, and then like ten thousand copies of Blu-ray. Yeah, I don't have a Blu-ray player. I'm well, sorry. I mean, I do have PSP or not PSP, but PS3 or whatever the hell it is, or four. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. I'm just too lazy to hook it up. But I hear it has it. Yeah, but I'm just too lazy, so I yeah. just want a DVD. Yeah, get with the fucking get with the times, there, buddy. Oh, I, hey man, you know it's just it's it's what it is. It's laziness. Yeah, we're still in the Bud Light yeah. age, apparently. But... Like, yeah, well, that's I see people playing. <laughs> I'm drinking like, lime though. That's good. My VHS player. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, like I said, that's a. I didn't see it coming, and honestly. That movie, I've seen it. I'm not going to ruin it for you. I didn't like the ending. I, it wasn't satisfying to me. It was like having a bad breakup, really. I don't know if anybody else watched that movie, but you're just like, at least it's over. But fuck, man, couldn't have been easier, you know? I don't know. It's. I don't know that you're going to be satisfied with it. So. Well, we'll just. I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the next episode, Cooper. What about your event? Yes. You, you want to talk event. about an event that's going to have to do with uh, our main topic, which is work ethic, which we'll get into. What Will it ruin anything? I mean, do you want to talk about it now or do you want to wait? No, we can wait. I'll, I'll, uh, you hold off? I'll, I'll give a little update on my weekend last weekend. All right. Since uh, nobody's heard about it. Well, I'm sure uh, Max has heard about it from Zach, but... Uh, so I, uh, as some of you know, I fast a lot, so I don't eat until, you know, one in the afternoon until nine o'clock at night. And, uh, well, since I'm so used to fasting for the last six months, I we had a truck fest, you know, the diesel meat, and, uh, we brought about 120 beers out, got there at about 11 and we were out of beers by 1230. Oh. And I think by one o'clock I was blacked out, throwing up all over the side of my truck. Oh yeah. You know, I don't really remember going home, but apparently I was damn near streaking down the sled poles where the trucks were and diesels were doing competitions like in the nude well uh, damn there yeah i guess i was taking off my shirt and fucking swinging around and 
I don't really remember any of that, but yeah, no, Zach never told me anything like that. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, thanks for sharing. <laughs> Apparently, I uh, took my shirt off and said "titties for chance" when he did his sled pull. Oh damn! But did he get yeah. anywhere? Yeah. Who? Who was Zach in the sled pulls? I feel like he would be. No, no, Zach... hell no! Oh, Zach I just feel like that'd be something Zach would do with a stock OBS. <laughs> no. Zach can't. Zach doesn't even have a license. Well, that's another story. Yeah, he lost his license. I know, but I still see Zach doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't need a license for that. No, he actually brought his truck out because he asked a stranger at the uh, like the group that we're merging up with or and the that we're meeting up with to go in a big convoy. A couple of people that we didn't know that had ride-alongs, and Zach literally begged everyone until someone decided to go to the house and pick up his truck, just so he could have his truck out there. Really seriously. Oh. Yeah, so he did still he, brought it, he but he couldn't drive. Did he? I mean, did he? No, he hasn't. Did he have his like ridiculous rubber band wheels on? Not yet. Those are uh, future. Those are pending. Dude, twenty oh sixes. Okay, twenty six by fourteens. Yeah, by fourteens with forties. Yeah, I looked up pictures of it. I'm like, I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, dude, those, those wheels could swallow Brandon Holler's wheels. Yes, oh, they could, dude. They're it, huge. This is a topic for another time. We're going to talk about wheels in another episode. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. I'm just... I, that's it's going to be wheel-tastic. Yeah, wheel-tastic. All right. All right. Yeah, I heard some of that from uh, from Joe. I heard you got a little sloshed, yeah. Oh, my God. Apparently, Joe has a fucking video of it that I have yet to see. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. I'm going to ask him for that. I'm going to have to ask him for that. All right. So, <clears throat> my topic is I just went to my 10th year, 10-year high school reunion, and – I tell I told everybody I was going to this, and there everybody's like, "Why? Don't be a homo. Don't go to that shit." Oh, <clears throat> and I said, "Nay, I'm going." And I'm gonna tell you guys right now: if you haven't gone to it, go to that shit. If anything, just put- my school had like 200 people in it. Yeah, I had 250 people, and like fucking 40 showed up. Okay, but well, I'm gonna I- tell you: wait, it was the graduating class for your entire my graduating probably class, 250. Okay, that's my entire population. Yeah. You know what? I can honestly say it would probably be a really shitty reunion if we lived like in California where you can't have straws or like Utah where drinking cuts down at a certain time. But here in Nevada, we know how to party. And so it like they, they're like, oh, the room's done, the DJ's gone. And we did bar hops. We bar hops, and there's lots of bars, and it was good time, okay? But This was your reunion? You guys are bar hopping for a reunion? Well, you started out at Stockman's in their little ballroom or whatever and they had a dj and they had a that little open bar and they had some food and it was just like appetizers right and then they had like six seven no probably ten tables i'm i'm, I'm low ball probably ten tables and we filled up almost every table i mean the, the girl who did it our valley victorian or whatever uh she she fucking spot on knew about how many people were going and then when it came time to leave it was like, oh, I guess it's time they're shutting down. We just literally walked out of the ballroom right to the bar in the casino. And then, like, our wives all start gambling, and we just start telling raunchy, dirty stories that I'm glad my wife was spending money instead of listening to, okay? And then um, and then from there, we just was like, well, it's time for us to go there. And I lost my wallet there. Was, luckily, people were buying me drinks. I wore Dress. So there was even dudes like, hey, man, you want a beer? Like, yeah, sure. I didn't have to pay for hardly nothing. But I got sloshed. I was right there to the point where I almost uh, almost threw up. 
but not quite. I didn't really even get the spins. And I woke up the next morning, and it was just like sounds messed with me, but I didn't have a headache or nothing. But the, the moral of my go to your 10-year because for whatever reason, it was like only the people who were worth it in high school ended up showing up. Like all those fucking clicks and preppy kids that like nobody fucking liked. They didn't show up. It was like le- legitimately only the good people that showed up. And it was a good time. Go there with like good intentions and you're going to have a good time. So that's my thing. Go to your 10-year. Unless you go to your 20-year. You know, they probably didn't show up because they're all on drugs, dude. Yeah, well, Living in an alleyway or something. Some mine would be. Yeah. That was half the conversations, too. It was like, so you still hang out with him? Nah, he's strung out on meth. You know, you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, was like, I was kind of hoping like those kids would show up to mine, dude. And like, I was also kind of hoping I'd have like this super rock and bod, like just extremely shredded, you know? <laughs> and then like also like be, you know, like throwing $100 bills here and there. And then, you know, walk up to one of those guys and be like, fuck you, dude. Look at how much more successful I am. Fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? And then hang him by his underwear. And, yeah, or whatever, you know. <laughs> no. It probably won't happen that way, though, huh? No, it didn't happen that way at all. You know what was really shitty, too, is, like, you had all these really nerdy kids that had been, like, straight-A students, like, genuinely, uh, I don't know, like, up- outstanding citizens. And I'm the mm-hmm. only motherfucker who wore a short shirt and a tie. I was in, I was, I walked in, I was like, yep, I'll be dressed. What, were they, like, in sweater vests or something? What, I don't get... <laughs> no, they like walk in the polo or like their Carhartt jacket. I just got off work, and you know, and you're like, "Well, fuck, I'm the only one who put like, guess I'm the only one who wanted to look good for the class of 2009." Fuck me, but uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, well, what one other guy showed up in a button-up shirt, and I was like, "Hey, man, I just wanted to tell you, nice shirt, but you're <laughs> tired." Yeah, so, um, but yeah, we could have said that about other dudes' Carhartts, though. He'd be like, hey, dude, that's a nice Carhartt. Those are expensive. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they're blue collar. Yeah. They are, they are expensive. But... <laughs> it kind of goes along the lines, though. I dressed up nice because I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie, Max. I kind of want to be like, people show up and people be like, fuck, 10 years later, he still looks that good? Didn't oh, happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't, Didn't happen. All right. All right. So, the discussion of, of the episode, our main topic is work ethic. You know, what is it to you guys? What, what, uh, where did, if you have it, where did you learn it? Which I can honestly say that all three of you working side by side with you have pretty fucking good work ethic. You know, I started working out with Cooper up there. <laughs> yeah. And fuck, man, you, you're not even in my department and you'd be over there trying to help me do shit. Like, you'd be over there turning wrenches with me. And bullshitting. I'm not going to lie. Bullshitting. That's what... Yeah, we did a lot of bullshitting. A lot of bullshitting. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, we still got work done. And then moving down to Pipeline, uh, fucking, like, first night there, Jesse's, like, showing me where everything's at, just, like, kicking ass and taking names. He, he fucking... He works his ass off, too. And then, Max, every time I walk into that shop, you're, like, the only one with something in your hands doing something yeah i just well that that's the illusion yeah see i just walk around oh. with a wrench all night <laughs> today and just yeah that's there you go i'm glad you see it yeah dude well <laughs> fuck. 
pops to you. I mean, that's a good show. Then you're a magician. I I know, dude. I know. I learned it from my pa. You so you learned it from your dad. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's good I can stuff. Honestly, I can honestly say that um, my dad. I remember asking him like, because because his dad was kind of a <clears throat> nowhere to be seen dad. I mean, like didn't really support him in anything he did. But uh, I remember asking my dad like. If you can honestly say there's one thing that, that you learned from your dad that you're proud of, what is it? My dad's like, work ethic, man. That's all my dad ever wanted me to do was work hard. Didn't matter what it was, work hard. And he called me out when I wasn't, you know. And I didn't really see it. As, I can't say that I had my head on straight for a long time, not too well until adulthood. But, yeah, I know that – and my dad's come to me and told me, man, I'm pretty proud of you because I've never had anybody come to me and tell me you were like, everybody I've ever talked to about you in this industry has good things to say about you. But I kiss a lot of ass. I suck a lot of dick. And that goes that goes pretty far. I mean, I'd say further than your magic trick. Oh, uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I do a lot of that too. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where we met under the desk. But yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you're gone. Yeah, you like bonk heads or something like that. Oh, yeah. What did you share them? Yeah, when is that? Yeah. You guys, you know, like chewers have spittoons. We were, yeah, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it was like a lady and the hound kind of thing, dude. Like, yeah. you know, we were kind of like going to meet in the middle with the spaghetti noodle. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It was magical. Lady and the tramp there. Oh, lady and tramp. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the, and honestly, there's a lot of people in, in, uh, the the workforce that we're in that worked hard. I've met some fucking people, and <clears throat> I can honestly say one of there's two people that come to mind at our place of work that work their asses off. That they might be fuckers or they might not be friendly, but I don't feel like I can keep up with them anytime I work with them. And the first one was was McCarty. I don't know that Max ever met him, but I know the other you other two you met him, guy. Sorry, if he ever listens to this, McCarty, you're an asshole. You are a fucking asshole. But holy shit. You're a hard-working asshole. You're a hard-working asshole. I could not keep up with him. Ever. He'd look at you like, oh, you're going to go take a break? We've only been working for nine, nine hours. You know, and like, fuck, man. Like, and we haven't stopped. And all I want is my fucking fruit cup and my lunchbox. And then the other one, I might have to say it's Caden. I don't know, Cooper, I don't know if you've ever worked with him, but out of the guys up there, he spends the least amount of time bullshitting and the, and the most amount of time trying to get something accomplished. No, I have to try to bullshit that fucker all the time. Huh, you do? I try to. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else just kind of makes a point to me. I gotta go to Katie. But he don't fall for it, does he? He'll be like, yeah, anyways. Or he'll like walk away from you in the middle of the conversation and start working again. You're like, can you just... I don't know. I'm going to have to say Caden. Those two are, uh, Kurt, Kurt Solomon. But that's, that's not fair because he's got like 95 years on all of us and, and owning <laughs> that work, work ethic. And I'm pretty, oh, I'll never hear this. And if he does, I'm sorry, but he's close to retirement. I know he is. Anyways, those are the two people that I think, I think work ethic is, will do more for everybody at the end. Then, I guess it comes in. It comes down to one thing for me: like work ethic has a lot to do with integrity for me. Because, because at the end of the day, yeah, you fucking you had a hard work ethic, you made good money, you supported your family, 
But when you die, you don't take your family with you, and you don't take any of that well. And the only thing left behind is the integrity you had in your name. And so that's the way I see it, is that the work ethic, not a lot of people understand that, that how important it is. Not just because, I mean, you're getting paid to be out there, but it's more than that to me. I'm, I mean, I'll bullshit, I'll bullshit. I don't know if I can play around, you know what I mean? But I don't know, and I don't know if you guys... Maybe I'm the maybe I'm sitting here preaching about work ethic and like you guys are all thinking, well, fuck, who's the laziest freak I've ever worked with? But that's how I feel about work ethic, I guess, is that it's really important. And just because it's your name on the line, my name means a lot to me. I don't know about you guys. Well, hopefully yeah. it does. <laughs> I don't know. Make yeah, it. I mean, no, it's it's good to have good work ethic. I mean, it's it's good to feel proud of what you do. You know, it's good to be like, oh man, I you know I got that I got that piece of equipment up, right? You know, I did this, I did that. You know, it's always good to feel like you accomplished something. I think, I think that's kind of what it comes down to sometimes too. Is like, you know, when you're working on something, you know, you're working on it and you just can't figure it out. You know, you kind of lose that work ethic. You're like, dude, I can't figure this out. You kind of lose hope in it. You know. So I think it's like having rewarding work keeps your work ethic like bank, you know, up. Right. you know what I'm saying? It's kind of yeah. like, I know how to do that. I know I can do it. I know this is how long it's going to take me, you know, it's, and it all comes with experience, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you don't know how to do something, obviously you're just going to stand there looking like an idiot, yeah. you know? I mean, I mean, and then there's those people who are like, don't know how to do it. They go and try and do it and, you know, fuck themselves up or something yeah. else, you know? Yeah. No, so. there's a, there's definitely an attitude. I think in, at least in my, in our profession as, as mechanics, I, and I, I probably told a couple of you guys this, I think a lot of what we do is confidence because a lot of time, a lot of things that I've done, <coughs> like you do it. Okay. I kind of know how to do it. And then you do a job kind of similar, but not quite, but you have that confidence. Like, well, if I could do that, I can do this. And then you, you get the job done and Going back to your point, Matt, uh, I also think that hard work ethic helps you achieve some goals that, I mean, that's, as Americans or just as people in general, we set these goals and then we don't meet them. And then I don't think we realize how hard that is on us. Like, I've seen people that are depressed and I don't know how to get out of this depression. I don't know how to get out of this fun. Well, set some goals and meet those goals and you'll have accomplishments. You'll feel accomplished. And, yep. and then you'll, you'll get yourself out of that funk. And a lot of people don't realize that that's what it takes. But I never realized it probably till just, just now that you can set goals and you can try and accomplish them. But without work ethic, without that drive or that like will to force yourself, like push yourself through whatever and get it done and get that accomplishment, you'll probably never get out of that. And so that's another way that I think work ethic is good. Not just for your name, but for your fuck your mental health. Oh yeah, and it depends on because it changes day by day. If you think about it, you know, some days you wake up and you're like, I really don't want to fucking do this, you yeah. know. And there's yeah, there's some I days you that. wake up and you're like, it's Friday, I still don't want to do this. Yeah. But there's some days that you wake up and you're like, <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good today. 
you know, like your attitude, you just feel good. You got a good night's sleep, you know, you just wake up, you're like, okay, dude, I think I'm going to do something today, you know, yeah. and I'm going to work hard at it. Yeah. I also, think you know, at least for half a day, like me, but you know. <laughs> I've also noticed too on, on work ethic that it's, it is kind of an attitude and it can be contagious sometimes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially, dude. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're like, Hey man, like let's get this done and you get, get somebody hyped up about it. I know that, and as, as weird as it sounds, having fun, and I know that Cooper can attest to this, and I know that Jesse can attest to this, because there was days at work that I know Jesse was like, fuck, you know, and all I had to do was, like, make it fun for him, and then, man, we were both in it, and we killed it. We just, like, went out there, fixed everything that ever came down, and at one point, Jesse looked at me and was like, dude, you make it worth being here. Like, that was, I had a good fucking day. Um, but had I not been there, and like, to make it fun and, like, amp him up for it, and I'm sure he'd agree, he'd probably be like, fuck this. I'm not going to kill myself for these people who take, you know, they take advantage of you on a lot of levels, and they, even if they don't realize it. And, that, and I'm sure their bosses take advantage of them, and their bosses' bosses take advantage of them. But, yeah, so it, it is just and I've seen it, too, with Cooper when he was working with Jared. Jared has a really good way of being contagious like that. I don't know if you ever met him, Max, but Cooper probably misses working with him. Every yeah, no, I, that's my boy. That has your boy. He had pretty good work ethic, too, uh, other than that every once in a while going there and seeing playing skip on the cut. And then I'd want to go because fucking McCarty was breathing down their neck. <laughs> Gotta love them hard work. Sucks to suck. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks to suck. <laughs> Not like well, I don't I, I want to know, I want to know, Jesse, your, and Cooper, your guys' opinion on work ethic. Like, Jesse, where did you learn your work ethic? Is that something, I know that you, your family wasn't, like, I don't think that, the sounds of it, you learned a lot of it from your old man, did you? My grandpa. Your grandpa? Yeah, my grandpa. Born and raised on a ranch. So it was pretty much, you know, sun up to sun down. We were out changing the sprinklers or feeding the cows or fixing fence, fixing sprinkler heads. Yeah. That's pretty much where I learned turning wrenches and everything else from him. You know what, ranching, if you could make decent money at it starting out with like no experience because like I, I pushed cows with my buddy I told you about that that was a fucking fun time until I watched him put a cow down it was like paralyzed from the, from the neck down and they're like yeah she's been sitting there for days and then they like come out with a fucking revolver and they put a couple on her head and, you know I've been hunting this stuff but there's some different you know defenseless cow like trying to lick the fucking nozzle of the gun as you fucking blow it strange out it's like Boom! You know, and you're like, oh, fuck. And then they're like, grab the forklift and go throw it in the pit. You know, and you're like, Grab like, <laughs> <laughs> like, a forklift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they did is like come over with like a fucking skid steer and there's like pushing it around. Pushing it. You can't get under it. You're just going to have to go straight <laughs> through it. Stab it <laughs> like a pitchfork and lift it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get the change we're gonna have to pull her yeah so but yeah that was good and there's a lot of hard work there and that was like a hard three days just whether it was fucking loading them in a truck or actually fucking 
you know, pushing them for like eight hours. If you haven't rode a horse for eight hours straight in your life ever, you're going to have some fucking sores on your ass. And I've had plenty of sores on my ass, I guess you could say. <laughs> I'm doing that. Yeah. You, you don't, don't blame it on the horse. Yeah. Well, I also had I also had some other fun that week, and that's another story. But, and it was with a girl. I know what you guys are thinking. Um, Cooper, where did you learn? Because, yes, sir. because from what you've told me, you didn't have much of a family life either. It sounds like your same case, like your grandpa was where you learned it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did uh, Did not have a father growing up. It was more of a hit it and quit it ordeal. Back in uh, my mom's high school days and kind of came out and was raised by my grandparents. And my grandpa pretty much, he came from nothing. Now he's owned his own business for 32 years and he's super successful. He made the right moves. And that dude worked from 5 o'clock in the morning until 1 o'clock and then 1 o'clock in the next morning, you know, and between four hours of sleep went back and he didn't have much of a home life either until he finally made it successful but made the right moves and investments to where he's at now and it's just unbelievable yeah, he, the transition he, he made from me some stories about the, him didn't he get like in like a horrific car accident and like then show up to work like the next day or no so well the car accident one is he he had a t-top Corvette that was one of his dream cars and he finally got one and restored it and uh, showing off he wrapped it around a telephone pole and after the cops got there this guy that witnessed it wouldn't shut up and kept talking about how he was driving like a maniac and my grandpa kind of lost his shit because that was his favorite car and so he pushed the cop out of the way and punched the guy right in the fucking nose and broke his nose and went to jail oh, yeah. but the other one you're talking about he actually was riding his he rides his mountain bike a lot to like to and from work and uh, he got hit by a car he actually, yeah, he got hit by a car that swerved off the road and hit him, and he was life lighted. And that was on like a Saturday, and uh, he pretty much had plastic surgery on his face, and you know got his nose stitched, stitched back on his face. And uh, by Monday morning, he was back at work. Jesus Christ! He will not skip work for anything. So I mean, he looked like. Uh, what is his name? Sylvester Stallone with a fucking half a face. <laughs> like, yeah, no face. Yeah. Half a face? Did you talk like him too? Yeah. Looked like something. Was it like, yeah. hey, Cooper, come over he here, did. man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me talk to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Adrian. Knock him down. Get back up, you know. Yeah, yeah. You get back up, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and nobody's yeah. going to hit you in life or a car. Yeah. <laughs> How many hits you can take? It's about how many hits you can yeah. take and keep getting up. Yeah, <laughs> he's, uh, he's a great dude for sure. That dude is—he's a smart. Yeah. So, but yeah, work ethic right there. We all we all learn it. I don't. I guess maybe there's that one freak accident where someone's like, "Nope, oh, I had to teach myself." You know, like the orphans are like, "Yeah, grew up on the streets. It was either do this or starve." I guess they learn work ethic that way. That's kind of the Spartan. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. was actually, uh, you were a big dirt bike family, you know, and used to race back in the day. He still rides recreational, but over the winter, he went out riding with his buddy, and they actually uh, kind of went down this hillside in like a kind of a ravine that uh, was, I mean, no. And they couldn't get their bikes back up, so they were stranded and lost on the mountain. 
I want to say like 20 something hours and had search and rescue out there and finally found him. And, you know, it was kind of an emotional deal because we, you know, it was kind of scary. He's usually home by 2 PM and by nine o'clock we still haven't heard from him. So we all knew the spot. We drove up there and went and saw the, you know, the motorcycle van was still out there with no signs of life around. And once he got found, this is, you know, another story reiterating what grandpa's craziness. Once they got found, you know, it was, like I said, almost 24 hours, didn't have any food or water or that whole time. And, they got ras- rescued, brought back to the van, and got everything, you know, loaded up and head back to town. And my grandpa didn't go home. He actually went to work. And my grandma was pissed because she was freaking out, you know, for 24 hours that she couldn't find her husband. Yeah. And instead of going home, like, she was there for the, the rescue part, you know, when he was found, she was there to, to see him. But, yeah, instead of going home and, you know, been, like, realizing what the fuck just happened, he just went straight to work and drank about 10 gallons of water in that hour. But... Everybody kept telling him to go home. He's just like, nope, I got a business to run. <laughs> Holy I shit. I can imagine that comment. You're going to go to work. Shut up, woman. <laughs> He's probably like, hey, 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 you know, I'm just going to go to work real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I am? <laughs> He's definitely, he's got one of the most worth ethic attitudes I've ever seen. You know, guys, insane. Well, well, they really wanted it, man. Wanted to be successful. That's good, though, you know. Well, yeah, but he had that yeah. in that drive, and now look at—I mean, like some of the stuff you told me—he's got all these cars, and he hardly has to work at all. He's got all these dudes work for him. Sounds like he's got money and time. He just made the smartest decisions, you know. Instead of blowing his money like everybody else does, and you know, buying what they wanted right then and there, he kind of saved it and invested it, and you know, bought houses and shit and property and flipped it and just. Well, that's. Did everything right, man. That's everything. You know, everyone's goal is to do it right. Yeah. He's definitely did it. That's like, like Dave Ramsey. I don't know if any of you guys ever heard of him. That's it. His oh yeah, that's Dave is, Ramsey. Yeah, his motto is "Live like nobody else right now, so that later you can live like nobody else." You know, and he, I mean, yeah. him, he thought pin, pinch pennies and make the decisions that are right, so that later on you can, you know, live like Donald Trump, I guess. <laughs> but grab by the pussy. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump is, a, is the president, and he's married to a pretty good-looking woman. I think he's probably the best-looking first lady. You know, um, you know, back to the whole, you know, like investing now and like kind of living a little more frugal now and stuff like that. Like, I guess it's good to a point, you know, especially you know if you make good money and whatnot, you know. But also, I think it's good to enjoy, you know, life while you're young, you know, while you have the ability to, you know, go hiking and doing all this different stuff. It's not to say that, you know, people who are, you know, retired and stuff don't have the capabilities of doing that. But I tell you, you know, it's way easier to live, you know, now when you're young, you know, like, I mean, you know, you still need to be smart with your money and stuff. But, you know, I mean, you got to live a little, you know, while you're young, while you can, you know. Right. And, and, and that's where, uh, I've had this talk with Jesse and, that, and he, he convinced me and that, like, so I'm going on my first cruise with Jesse and his wife and my wife next mm-hmm. year because, and, and like I said, I'm a, I can bullshit at work, but, um, and I've kind of got to now I'm not, I've been a harder worker and, and my wife, that's probably one of the reasons that's like the reason I married my wife is her work ethic. It's, I don't know if it, it was if it's our generation or not, but I know that 
when I was a bachelor, it was really hard to find a woman that cared enough about work ethic to drop what she was doing or like, and, and help me out. You know what I mean? Uh, like a story that always stuck with me, with me was my dad, he was married once before. And I always forget this because he was so young when he had me, but he had had a wife prior to my, my mom. And, and he always told me the story about how they had some, they were living on like a ranch and renting out this like little house there. And at one point, a, a pipe froze and blew up, and he's out there in a blizzard, like trying to fix this pipe. And this his ex-wife wouldn't come out and help him. And and he knew that my mom was the one when they were living together, not quite married yet. And and uh, something pretty similar happened, and he just remembers he's trying to fix it, and my mom's standing there with the light out in the cold next to him and she's not letting him do this alone she's not letting him go through that bullshit like having to fix this alone and she was willing to hand him wrenches and do what it took to help him because she had that work ethic too and and he asshole forgets to tell me this story until after i had had my first ex i hadn't married her but i had at the time i was like that doesn't work and i don't know what to do she doesn't help me out and by this time I'm single and I've got my daughter every other week or whatever and he tells me the story and I'm like, oh, well, I wish I would have, I wish I would have heard that advice. And then lo and behold, month, couple months later, a few months later, I meet my wife and there's a whole story there about um, meeting her. That's kind of interesting, but that's for another time. And then I'm, we finally start hanging out and a similar situation happens at my little house I'm renting and... My wife is right there helping me out. And I just remember going, fuck, this is that moment my dad was talking about. This is the difference between my ex and this woman here. This woman's right here standing next to me in the shit. My ex wouldn't have done that. And so finding work ethic on that front, too, is hard. Well, it's a good bonding experience for you guys. I mean, of course, you know, if I was renting, I would have just let it go and been like, hey, landlord. Your building's yeah. gonna fall apart if you don't come yeah. fix it. <laughs> well, I wish I could do. That. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and so then there was there was several years after my wife and I got married where we we really started out at the bottom, bunch of other reasons where we weren't financially anywhere near where we are now. For all intents and purposes, my will just graduated high school, and. Um, and we didn't do anything. I mean, when we had our kids, it was about them. And then when we didn't have the kid, we might go to a movie. Other than that, it worked, worked, worked. So that's where we want to be for like five straight years. Whereas now we're in a position where we don't have to drive ourselves like that. And then it was like, well, fuck, we never went on a honeymoon. We've never been on a vacation. Then Jesse over here, he's, he's pretty smart with his money. And he's been able to afford some vacation. He's like, you know what? A cruise is a good place to start because it's not too expensive, and and you'll have fun for seven days. So, I'm excited about that. We're gonna go on the cruise to the Caribbean and be in what Cozumel, Montego Bay, and Grand Cayman. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go let the women get humped by dolphins one day, and then do some other stuff. We're getting an amphibious. Fucking side by side, that'll take us to caves and stuff. That's exciting. 
that you work hard for that. And I'm going to end up working a lot of overtime to pay for that. I don't know. I hope you guys are all there. Are you there, man? Uh, oh, yeah, we're here. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm oh, just so taking it. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, damn, dude, that'd be cool. A side-by-side into an underwater cave. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah. thinking about it. I'm like, damn, dude, there'd be there'd be like cool fish under there and stuff. Like, probably get to touch them and whatnot. Yeah, dude, that's neat. Get people if they want to go, you should go with us. It's like not till next June. Not till next June. Well, maybe. Yeah, we'll talk about this at work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about this in the work, man, and then it'll yeah. show up on next podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about. it. There'll be an announcement for another time. Next episode is group vacations. Yeah, group vacations. Yeah. <laughs> the topic. Well, actually, I did write some topics down on that, on vacations. but And you guys should have all got that, or at least a few of you through the group text message. But we we know how dedicated a few of us are versus – see, there it is. Nope, that's the itinerary. Keep going. Anyway, just – Okay. So, I mean, you, you guys don't have any other thoughts on, on work ethic or any other advice on that. You kind of hit the nail on the head, dude, and yeah. explained it pretty spot on. I'd agree with. Yeah. We're, I'm important. So, we, we established that it, work ethic is important for um, the mental health and, and uh, even all the way to the aspects of love. Like, work ethic means something and in your name not even that i mean it has a huge play part to play in as, as far as survival goes i mean coming from a you know like a survivalist kind of thing or situation like the ones that are going to survive and adapt and you know outlive the others are the ones that have the worth that'll go out and do what needs to be done in order to adapt to the current situation yeah that's a good that's a good thought i never thought of that either but but yeah, do it correctly. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. You got too many kids on Minecraft that not gonna build a house and a fucking dam and a reservoir, but you can't do that in real life. Right, right. Oh, which leads me doing it correctly. That leads me into the work tip of the week. Okay, and that is always read the directions completely before completing the task, whether it's your wife's strap on or your dozer at work. It could end up in an accident. And either way, somebody's going to get an ass ripping. This is what I'm excited for. That was a good one. That was a good one. Okay, wait. So I almost forgot. Cooper, your story. Yes. Ethic. Did you hold it or did you already tell it? Was it one of the ones we've been told? Oh, no. Okay. As far as reading directions, right? Reading directions. That was your That was your topic, right? Your story. Oh, I got a good topic for Holy shit. All right, boys. <laughs> okay, well, so, hold on. Let me get my seatbelt on. <laughs> we're going to have to pull over. <laughs> I had a buddy of mine, a real close buddy of mine. And uh, we have a mutual friend. And so uh, it was 4th of July weekend, I believe. Yeah. And so, you know, me and, me and this guy are drinking some beers, hanging out, you know, doing what guys do. And, uh, we have our other buddy that's, you can obviously tell he's pretty intoxicated and he's like, yo, dude, what are you doing? And, you know, the response goes back and forth and he's like, you know, I'm kind of busy right now. 
you know, mind if I hit you up tomorrow? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. You know, I'm just sitting here with a bottle of tequila, just kind of bored trying to figure out something to do. And he's like, yeah, you know, sorry, guy. And I'm not shitting you. About five minutes later, my buddy's phone goes off, and he about has the biggest fucking heart attack and can't even tell me what's going on, and he just shows his phone to me. And this motherfucker got the worst picture anybody could get from another guy, and it's this dude literally has a dick pic, but with a cock ring slash balls contrapment that looks so fucking painful, and he sent it to my buddy Zach. Not the Zach you know. This is a different Zach. Right. And so we're literally sitting there dumbfounded trying to figure out what in the fuck this kid is doing. And I'm not going to say names, you know, I'm not going to blast this dude out on, you know, radio online, but literally, so my buddy responds like, yo, what the fuck? That shit's not cool. And this other guy responds. He's like, dude, that was not meant for you. That was meant for my girlfriend. <laughs> and he's like, how do you fucking send this? Like, how do you send that to Zach instead of whatever the fuck her name was? And he's like, I don't get it. He's like, dude, like I was just drunk. I didn't see who I clicked on. I didn't read it thoroughly. And it's like, you did one of the most yeah. embarrassing things you could have done because you didn't follow directions and thoroughly. You didn't pay attention to what you're trying to do. So then, fucking Fourth July weekend and fireworks going off and all I can stare at is a fucking cock and balls in a contraption that's stretching his work. Hey, good for them for being on that level. You know, I've, I've yet to wear any um, cock adornment for my wife. So, hey, I mean, Jeez. Well, read the instructions before you look like that guy. <laughs> it was like, now that we look back on it, you know, we talk about it, it's one of the funniest fucking things to bring up. But at the time, you don't know how to respond to that. You know, some dude's texting you like, oh, I'm pretty drunk, you know, want to hang out. And then five minutes later, you get the fucking, you know, get cock and balls to your screen, man. It's just, fuck, how do you come back from that? <laughs> no. No, I think I feel it's a pretty good work tip. That's why I put it there. Did you, did you guys still hang out? Together, and then I realized I was like, "Oh shit!" No, actually, we, we did. We have it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stare at him because all I had fucking pictures is taking balls, man. It was not okay. Moral of the story: read the directions to the end, or just in general, read what the hell you're doing because you might end up sending your junk to the wrong person, and that could yeah. land you in jail. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been way worse, I guess. Yeah. Loot, losing something stupid like that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So Zach's response, though, like to that whole situation, where it goes, "You know, I'm going to show everybody this, right?" Yeah. It was a big running joke of the the group, but no, actually, uh, he lives in whole. He lives over on the East Coast now, so we don't see him anymore. But you'll never forget what his junk looks like. Veins and all. Oh God. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Poor right. guy. Did you ever ask him how he got out? Yeah. You're like, dude, that's like a that's like a Chinese finger trap, dude. How are you gonna get out of that? <laughs> You're gonna have to push in and like pull out at the same time. Ooh. And everybody was like, you know, give him shit. He just stood there. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah, that was me. I quit my job, changed my name, and ran away. Yeah. Maybe we'll see him on the cruise, dude. Yeah. 
If he's the one in the speedo, that's probably him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. speedo. You can yeah. see the the contrapment. <laughs> yeah. It was all leather, dude. It had studs on it. Dude. It was fucked up. Oh no, no, son, yeah. no. Yeah. It was. It was fuck. Yeah, shit gave me nightmares. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that takes some balls to wear that and to send it off too, Met- metaphorically speaking. Yeah. Definitely, uh, balls were filled. All right, enough about balls. I'm done with balls. Okay, so that's, that's the end of it. That's the end of it. We've gone through all of our topics, really. You got it all off. So, this is, I guess, us signing off. Uh,